passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors is everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Poison Rana. First time in a long time. But back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes. You know me. I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything. BBE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever podcast app you choose to use with your ears, or youtube.com slash postwrestling. Hello, postmarks. Hello, postmarks, Up Next, Burt's NXT friends. Friends. We are here to talk about NXT tonight as we always do every tuesday night here on the post wrestling feed because like you said we are your nxt friends and nxt is the a show oh yeah stacked show welcome to the tuesday night wars Mm. next week yeah yeah it's coming back that's right and we're still here look at that we made it through we made it through the colorful paint of mud Mm. of 2.0 and we're back john cena cody rhodes Paul Heyman. Oscar. Yeah. Uh, the Rock and Stone Cold one more time. <laughs> Bret Hart and Sean going to reunite live on TV. CM Punk returning next week. The hologram of Eddie Guerrero going to show up next week on NXT. They're pulling out everything. Everything. For next week for Title Tuesday, as AEW was putting it, for their, their special Dynamite, which has been announced for the Cope's uh, debut match, which we'll talk about in a second. But, like, damn. NXT out the gate. This is a fun episode to watch because every few minutes they'd announce something and we were it just watching this hilarious. Uh, yeah, I think it's quite interesting. So they they kind of said that with these, you know, impending TV deals, they realized, huh, maybe you should try and make this show seem more valuable. Yeah. And uh, I think NXT is actually in a really good place right now. I think despite the, the trash that was uh, the 2.0 era, I think we've started to see some real like good, homegrown talents uh emerge and i i didn't get a chance to to chat about no mercy on uh saturday but i thought that was a fantastic show i think tiffany stratton again just absolutely killing it um and yeah just top to bottom really fun show so now now they're past they're like there was when kind of nx aw started and it felt like the end of that black and gold era it just wasn't quite what it was at the end of that network time. Yeah. And then they like threw the towel in. It was like, right, let's do 2.0. Uh, but now, yeah, they, they want NXT to seem as valuable as possible. And I think all these main roster 
um, involvements have been really successful so far. But yeah, fuck it. Why not put Cena on next week? Yeah. <laughs> so are we are we gonna be doing two TVs at once? How are we watching this? We never did that. We were we were so passionate about NXT when AEW was head to head with NXT on Wednesday nights. Right. That's what mm. it was. We would watch NXT first and watch AEW. We'd go out after the show, grab last call, and then come back late at night and watch AEW. That was our routine. Unlike most people, I think they would flick through different channels or or watch things on different monitors or, mm. or things like that. Because we never we did it like once or twice. And I I, I can't focus. Can't focus I right? can't focus, especially if you're taking notes and whatever. Yeah. Like it's not enjoyable. I'd rather just enjoy both shows so like do we know dvrs exist for a reason yeah i mean the real tuesday night war could be us versus pollock and ting yeah so like what's going on there we can't go we can't both go live why not i mean we could why not we've got cena yeah we've got cody yeah what do they got asuka well no we've got asuka we've got asuka yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. they got edge yeah yeah we got lola vice that is true exactly Mm. yeah uh, so the Tuesday Night Wars uh, will happen. We'll still be doing the show, I guess, in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. I imagine we'll be live. Either on Tuesday or Wednesday. But yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll let you know. And you know how you can find out? How's that? Follow our socials. At Poison Rana Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And follow us on Facebook. It links you to the Facebook page, which we have a group, the Poison Rana group on Facebook. And uh, we share memes and fun wrestling stuff. And that's how the, that's how the real news breaks and the real conversations and arguments go down in oh, yeah. the Facebook group and in, in, not in the DMs, but the poison around Facebook group. Uh, so follow us on all the platforms because we do so many podcasts and we will jump into uh, some NXT, but yeah, a lot happened. Check out our review. No mercy. As I was joined by the birthday boy, John Cena evil on Saturday, we ran the whole card. Uh, what are some uh, quick thoughts uh, from watching that? Well, yeah, I thought the, I thought the two main events were fantastic. Like mellow V, Ilya just oh, yeah. bought it. Was a definitely a step up from their their first encounter. Um, and just I'm blown away by Tiffany Stratton. To be honest, every time we see her, she's having like showing vast improvements. Had a really one of Becky's best matches as well. Yeah. Becky's had a few. I thought you that see was, her face. You see her arm. Yeah. Becky's arm. Becky's arm and Tiffany's oh, face. Boy, like they beat the shit out of each other yeah. in that match. And I think uh, we saw that as well with the uh, Becky Trish match not too long ago. That I think, yeah, Becky's fighting with a bit of a chip on her shoulder right now. And yeah. for me, she's probably the most exciting woman uh, in the Ross, in the division right now. Um, yeah. Like, for me, like, way more interested in a Becky Lynch match than I would be, like, a Charlotte Flair match at this point. Oh, absolutely. Um, and I think there was a time I was the other way around. But I, I think uh, she's been fantastic for NXT. I like these through lines of, you know, her kind of having this story with Tegan Knox on Monday that follows through to Tuesday. Uh, it's working, but yeah, love those two matches. I actually thought Corbin and Braun was pretty fun uh, as a bit of a, a hoss fest. No Vaughn though. Was disappointed in no Vaughn. Yeah. Um, you never thought you'd I'd hear you say that, mm, that you were disappointed that we didn't I, I get Vaughn. I was so disappointed. Look but, at us all now. Uh, yeah. No, I, I thought No Mercy was a was a great show. Yeah. Uh, the the mellow Ilya match is just like, st- I still think about it. I got to rewatch it. Just That's how you know a match is so good when you got to rewatch it. And mm. The same could be said for Sunday night, Wrestle Dream. I mean, we'll, we'll be going live this Sunday for a new Poison Rana uh, around 2 p.m. So join us on our YouTube and then hit that subscribe on our own feed because we do so many other podcasts. And we'll definitely dive in with some more thoughts and everything going on because there's a lot going on with Wrestle Dream not only being a fantastic show. I mean, 
we had some buddies over, we, we watched it. And I think all of us just, our minds were absolutely blown when we watched Danielson and Zack Sabre Jr. Man, I, I haven't found the time to rewatch this yeah. yet, but this might be my match of the it's year. In, incredible. We, we were watching it. So they, I think they go, what, 22 minutes, something like that. And around like halfway through, we went, have I either taken a bump yet? I don't even think they did. And I don't think so. I think, so I want to kind of go back. I want to count how many submissions, how many yeah. different submissions in that match there are. Definitely broke the Guinness and, record on that one. And like how many bumps there were. Because I definitely, I don't know, there's that, that story, what was it? Lance Storm and Jerry Lynn who went out yeah. and was like, let's have a one bump match right. and see if we can still entertain. I kind of felt like Danielson and, uh, and Sabre Jr. were going here. Let's see how many submissions. Let's, let's try and break the, the record for the amount of submissions in one match. Yeah, I wonder if we run it back at Wrestle Kingdom because after the, like the after match kind of stuff that's been floating around online and Zack Sabre Jr. in the promo is saying, like, we wrestled a submission match and then in the end you hit me with a strike. Yeah. Like, screw you. So rematch. Yeah. So I'd imagine the Tokyo Dome is where it'd be. So. I, I think you're going to the Okada match, though, at the Tokyo Dome. Oh, for Danielson. Yeah. Oh, yeah, true, right. Yeah, I feel you've got to run that one back. But definitely, like, that's, that's one you can... Yeah. You know, whether it it could be just a big episode of Dynamite, it could be a, a pay-per-view. I imagine New Japan will want to have Danielson at some point. Sure. Uh, but yeah, I definitely think we'll see that again. But uh, for me, that was match of the night. But, oh my God. Like you could, what, like Hangman, Hangman and, and Swerve was fucking Ooh. awesome as well. Insane, man. That was one of the best pay-per-views. They're on, they're on an incredible run. Say, say what you want about ratings or people in the audience. When you watch it, they do a, such a good job of hiding, no matter where they are. The crowd always sound loud. Uh, they like they they put on fucking so good of a show. Like the pay per views are so worth it to watch. I really, I really think kind of there were criticisms going into All In and yeah. All Out, and I kind of felt that Dynamite immediately after All Out was sort of resetting everything. Right. You know, Punk's gone. It's a new era. Who are we focusing on? Who are our characters? And it seems to be, you know, like Hangman, let's get him focused in. Swerve, he needs to be elevated. I think they've done a great job with um, Ricky Starks on Collision in having him feel more like a a, a bigger guy. Um, and I, I felt like the build to this, this Wrestle Dream show, for me, was a lot better than it's been in the last few pay-per-view yeah. cycles. Sure, yeah. No, I thought it was a great show. There was a few matches on it that were like match of the year contenders, but Danielson and ZSJ just oh man just insane but then of course Christian Cage and the the huge turn of Nick Wayne I mean how could we anyone see that coming jeez I think we called it yeah. Anyway, yeah his mom was really upset though Nick what are you doing Nick, no You're grounded Nick and then she's just like uh, it'd be kind of better if she just joined you know like you it's, know what it's gonna happen isn't yeah it? that's probably it. they're just yeah. they're just giving her acting lessons right now see yeah. if she can I want to see her you know. Uh, but no, uh, the Cope, mm. Edge, the Rated R superstar, Adam Copeland, showing up in AEW. And not only that, you thought you knew him? Mm. <laughs> you never did. <laughs> <laughs> we do that a lot. <laughs> We're not recording. We just, we always, one of us will say, you think you know me? And then the other will. This is weird judgment day. One yeah. Of yeah. <laughs> you so never did. Edge brings Metalingus. Is that yeah. how you say that? Metalingus. Metalingus. Uh, sounds like another word. Uh, by Alter Bridge. And that is just even like the cherry on top of oh, everything. Yeah. Him explaining how he got the song and, and everything is even funnier. Like these boys with the band and stuff. It's one of those things where like it reminded me of AJ showing up at the Rumble. 
you know you kind yeah. of you kind of thought it was going to happen yeah, especially yeah. when they announced why else really are you having christian and derby main event. as the main event yeah uh, and that's not a knock on them it's just this pay-per-view's kind of been built on this dream match of Zack Sabre Jr. and Brian Danielson. Yeah. So as soon as they announce that, you're like, come on, why else? And then you've got the beat down and you go, okay, it's happening. Yeah. But it's still not until you hear the music, see him come out and you go, wow, it's happened. Yeah. He's in AEW now. And- Pretty crazy. Like he, he was a lifer, right? His whole career is basically there. I mean, no, he was Damon Striker for a hot second, but like he was WWF, mm. WWE forever, got injured, came back and it's just kind of crazy. And it sounds, he, he sounds to be quite, honest uh about his departure like still like very he reminds me of daniel bryan uh even the way he left you know having a a kind of is this his last match on right. smackdown brian did the same with the like loser leaves smackdown stip against roman and then yeah absolutely not burning any bridges but him saying i felt we grew apart essentially like um he w- was only contracted to 10 matches a year by the sounds of it he wanted to do more and he's talking about doing you know, full-time schedule, dynamites and collisions and stuff. So, and was kind of, you know, it was unfortunate because you had the pandemic for a lot of his run, plus injuries, and then you just never really, and then his feuds went on forever as well. And I think there were a bit of some missed opportunities with certain matches you could have done. Yeah, And I think that's why he's like, right, well, let's try and burn through as many as we can in however long his contract is yeah meanwhile his best friend's like yo look look at me i'm as old yeah. as you i'm almost 50 as well and look i'm having the fucking run of my life people are saying it's the best that's what he said as so well it's like, like pretty yo. much i want to end my career with him so like uh devon i hope you're in the gym getting ready i know bubba's working out on yeah. busted up busted open but we need it the, the tlc one more time no, uh, like Edge being from here, like he's the he's a real six god. Like he's the wrestling legend when it comes to this city. And th- right away, I mean, we we joked before even All In was an actual idea of them doing Wembley. We were joking for weeks, like, hey, come, we live right beside the Skydome mm. in Toronto, and we're like, yo, Tony, come do a big, big, huge show. You want to do that? You got one part of the key to oh, yeah. doing that is Edge. And I mean, you have Christian, you could do that, but. Also, Kenny Omega or, you know, Chris Jericho. Or yeah, that's right. Like that. I want to see Edge, Kenny. I I see Edge and for some reason, I feel it's going to be uh, against Ricky Starks. But I see Edge doing the Foley spot, being the right. one eating the spear through oh. a flaming table. Jeez. You know, you like now he's at that point right. in his career. Yeah. I think they're not really doing flaming tables in WWE anymore. I can totally see him having some insane death match against... Like, a Ricky Starks or whoever like growing up, he was just one of my favorites and uh, his wrestling. You know what? He has some amazing matches. Check out our best match ever. Edge. You put it out for free. Now check out the Spotify link to our Patreon and you can access it there for free on the spot. Unlocked, unlocked for free. Yeah. And we, it's us going through all the best of edge. And I mean, we we've looked through some of his best stuff and proved like, Oh man, he he's a great wrestler, but I can't wait for some of the promo battles that he's going to, because he's one Well, of the he's best. definitely, yeah, absolutely now after yeah. like kind of retiring, going no into writers. acting and stuff. Yeah, no WWE he writers. so much better. Yeah, yeah. Um, I want the rated, rated R Superstar. I have so many of those rated R Superstar era t-shirts from those days. And like, he was, he was like pretty gangster at some of the stuff he would say. So like, like him and MJF has yeah, to be a thing exactly. at some point. Exactly. Uh, we need MJF feel again for it. I yeah, guess, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, really excited. Um, I love the the little video as well with him kind of 
driving away from a stadium with the fireworks going off in the background like he's leaving WrestleMania yeah, did behind you, him. Did you hear the story about this? Is Dar- he, he asked Darby, like, right. hey, I'm doing this. Can you help me get like a car and film, film the crew to do this? And just so happened the night they were filming it was a baseball game. Oh, and the fires are going off, so they just started shooting, and it kind of—that's what we all thought. Like, oh, it's so, like oh, he's leaving WrestleMania, WrestleMania. Yeah. and it's oddly does kind of oh, did fit that. Yeah. I thought, yeah, pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I don't think this this guy's gonna have a lot of bad things to say to WWE. No, like he's not that kind of guy. And I know he says he's gonna end his career here with Christian in AEW, but I'm sure that's like what probably a three year contract. I'm sure he's already a Hall of Famer, but like I'm sure he goes back for like one last WWE thing eventually. We, but and we can finally get the tag team to just really confuse JR, Edge, and Griff Garrison. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, I mean we'll we'll get through to the Edge versus Christian match. Yeah, got to get Edge versus Christian in a TLC match, like proper. Let them go balls to the wall, just them, and yeah. then have and then have them eventually. Team it needs to end with yeah. Christian like crying, like broken. Like, why have I become such a dick? I just yeah. missed you, Adam. I just yeah. missed you. For some reason I started hating dads. Well, you know, I missed you. You know, the funny Edge, uh, if you've read his book, he doesn't know his dad. His dad's never been in his life. So Christian's got Uh-oh. some 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 bullets in the chamber ready for You know what? We have also seen Gangrel in AEW. Oh my god, the brood. I mean, are they allowed to use that music? I don't think so. He uses it on the he indies. played it at uh, Luke. Yeah, he plays it. Yeah, he plays it on the indies. But wow, the Brood and the Hardys. Wow, this is great. Wrestling's back, man. The Hardys with Love Isaiah it. Casti, though it doesn't quite feel. Is that the right. guy who moans? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wrestling's great, man. Wrestling's better than all the other shit people mm. like. <laughs> Everyone's going off about Taylor Swift and this football player. I'm like, man, Shibata wrestled. Dude. Imagine that's what AEW <laughs> need to do. AEW yeah. just needs to get Taylor Swift. Jeff to, Jarrett needs to call Taylor to Swift. date one of the wrestlers. <laughs> yeah, get some other celebrity to just date one of. Who, the who would you pair Taylor Swift with in AEW? Uh, MJF to get their ratings up. Oh, yeah. Oh, she'd write so many albums, so yeah. many like yeah. songs about him. Yeah, you and and you know she loves scarves, right? Nothing right. <laughs> yeah. about scarves. <laughs> uh yeah yeah everyone's going off about taylor swift oh you know what though everyone's going off about the the golden bachelor and then i'm at work and one of our satellite feeds i'm i never they they switched nights they put it on thursday night i'm like should i watch this so i watched the golden bachelor and i think i'm a fan now of the, like this is the, this the old, old one? Yeah, it's all old people okay <laughs> it's this one pimp daddy who's looking for his his old his old wife and it's a bunch of like 60 plus people and uh trying to find love on a reality show i go on one of them one day yeah because then after this ended it was bachelor in paradise this is my first time like fully like watching these kinds of shows i've seen so many clips i need need bachelor in paradise that's the one where it's like they put like a few a few girls and then like a few more guys and then it makes people like get patty and fight over like i don't think i'd be good at that you don't yeah i don't know yeah maybe you wouldn't be yeah i'd just be best friends with everyone yeah, yeah, you could be the bartender. You, there's a nice bartender on the episode. Oh yeah, watch. That, that, that reminded. Yeah, you could do that job. He gives advice, says go for it. Chris Leone suggesting Taylor Swift and Hook. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Hook, that, yeah, that Hook's work. gorgeous. He should definitely uh, find a celebrity. Can you imagine Hook bringing Taylor Swift to Taz? <laughs> Taz just singing I her mean, songs. We're, at her. we're trying to we're trying to say Taylor Swift should date a wrestler. She's taken right now, apparently. Nah, so we need- yeah, we yeah. Okay, <laughs> right. And I've I've read this story yeah, before. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, and the other album and the other one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe we need like lower tier like celebrities. They tried to bring in Shaq and stuff, but we need someone like dating. No, I'm just like if she dates one of them, yeah, AEW wins. Yeah. Like think the ratings. Just think Taylor Swift's front row at Dynamite. Just loving it. To cheer on Luchasaurus. Yeah. Yeah. She can sit next to uh green shirt guy and Brock Lesnar yeah. guy. My favorites. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, those are some thoughts <laughs> on everything going on. We're going to go live Sunday, like I said. We'll do a new Poison Rana chatting about some No Mercy and uh, some Wrestle Dream and Edge and everything going on in the world of wrestling, including Fastlane, which is Saturday night. So we'll, oh, we'll get the chat. No time of, to breathe. Yeah, maybe we'll push push back a little. On, maybe we'll go 3 p.m. You want to do 3 p.m.? What, what's it? You got to watch Fastlane, right? Fastlane. I've got to work at some point. Yeah, yeah maybe three. <laughs> We're calling it on the fly here because I'm like, I work too. Yeah, so. okay. 3 p.m. 3 p.m. on our YouTube. We're going to talk about Fastlane and everything going on. So come hang out. And if you miss it, it'll be on our podcast feed as well on the Poison Rana feed every week. See no evil shot in the dark. He's going to cover everything else in the world of wrestling you may not know or watch or even think, even know is a thing happening. And he talks all about it in 15 minutes or less. Sino uh, and B Detroit put out a web that was pretty awesome. Catching up on heels, uh, RIP to everyone's favorite wrestling show. Uh, they chat about that and some video game stuff. And then uh, I'm going to do a detox with Jordan this week for free as well. So look out for lots and lots of shows. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've just, we've, we've moved to StreamYard today we moved to Streamyard. Yeah. how do we look uh, i think we're looking good and we've got a fancy schedule on there so if you look at our screen everything wow. coming up this week uh obviously we're recording up next tonight tomorrow we're going to be releasing a new episode of was next talking about the february 5th 2014 edition of nxt we're on the road to arrival yeah this is pretty great we started this podcast was next uh when we started our patreon it's like hey why don't we just watch nxt from the beginning and we've been going through like everything the shield the wyatt family mm. the, the nxt title tournament everything up until now we've passed the Sami Zayn cesaro feud and it's kind of heating up to the the big match at this arrival so this podcast is going to get even more fun leading up to this this big show and i can't wait for it thursday john's going to be releasing shot in the dark on this very uh on the poison runner free feed uh, Friday, you've got Detox coming out with yep, Jordan. Yep. Any idea what you're talking about this week? Uh, no, but I do have to ask him about those aliens. I got to know what he thinks. What about- he thinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, then Saturday on our Patreon, the long-awaited review. We keep on meaning to do this one on National Moth Day and we forget, but it's fine. Every day is National Moth Day if you think about it. Richard Gere, Laura Linney, and Deborah Messing in the Mothman Prophecies. Wow, we just lost a lot of people. I right can't now. Like, wait. What did they just to say? rewatch yeah, this? Film. Sorry, I thought this was a wrestling pod. Yeah, so uh, it's we, spooky season. Yeah, it's spooky season, baby. It may be summer outside, wherever you may be, but it is spooky season. And this movie has been brought up in so many different conversations on so many different podcasts. So we decided, fuck it, let's just do this movie. And uh, I'll tell you, I watched it today. It was really hard to find. It was on no streaming service, mm. so I can't believe it. I we bought it, we rented it on YouTube, but you know what? It was worth it because Richard Gere, what a Fantastic. what a handsome man! Oh yeah, what's the deal? I know he loves hamsters, but now I know he also loves moths, and I can't wait to uh, review this movie uh, over on our Patreon because it's pretty spooky, and we're going to talk a little bit about 
the 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 lore of the Mothman, and I would love anyone to message me an underrated uh, underrated monster, ur- spooky urban myth thing. thing. Yeah, yeah, underrated. We've talked about it's like the original Slenderman kind of. I feel yeah, Indrid Cole or whatever they call him. Yeah, exactly. Mothman is he real? Anyone seen him? Let me know. <laughs> Hit us up about your favorite Mothman stories, and we'll talk about them over on the Patreon. Getting spooky, kicking things off. Uh, this later this month. I mean, we just put out a review of No Mercy. 1999, mm-hmm. which was awesome, chatting about Edge and Christian versus the Hardys in the ladder match, in the tit ladder match. Uh, but also this month, Spooky Season is going to be great because we got so many other things coming out. I know Dickie Bird's got a review out there coming out, Antichrist. Antichrist. Or something. Sounds Love very scary. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds terrifying. Uh, and then obviously on the free feed, our Halloween 6 review coming out. So lots and lots of things. Friday 13th, part three. Whew. There's a Friday 13th in October this year. Have we How decided? spooky is that? That's crazy. So, yeah, we're going to be yeah. doing one of those. What uh, Halloween Havoc are we doing? It's going to be 1998. Wow. Yeah. Halloween Havoc 1998. So, yeah, uh, sign up to our Patreon. We are your favorite small-time content creators, and it's only five bucks to become a friend, and you get access to all these podcasts and everything else that we've done in there. And, again, it goes to uh, keeping the lights on. Yeah. And if you missed it on Sunday, uh, I was joined by Martin Bushby, Brandon from New Jersey, and Dickie Bird to announce their brand new show, Eagles Don't Hunt Flies, debuting yes. on Friday 13th next week as Excellent. they go through the life and career of John Moxley. So every week, they every month? it's They're doing it by like rivalry and stuff like that. Okay. So one week, they might look at like the uh, him versus Rollins. They're doing, I think they're starting with Nick Gage. Uh, their rivalry, uh, they'll be looking at some of the podcasts he did with like Austin, uh, excerpts from his book and stuff like that. So really going all over the place. Excellent. All right. Can't and wait to hear Check that. out the video that is on our Twitter. Yes, Dickie Bird. Awesome. Excellent. Lots and lots of podcasts. Poison Ron and for everything that we do. Subscribe. Tell a friend. Tell your mama. Yeah. Uh, I too. Why not? Yeah. yeah. Like it. Listen to it twice. Yeah. At the same time. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Well, shall we do it? It's NXT. It's NXT time. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> NXT from October 3rd, 2023, live from the Capitol Wrestling Center. Man, it's hot today. It is. It's you really put hot. the AC away the other day. I know. It's like, ah, I think we're done with this. Yeah, I'm sweating now. It's so yeah. sweaty. We're shiny. We're shiny <laughs> on StreamYard today. Well, we kick off the show with Becky Lynch coming out. Huge reaction from this crowd. Lots of Becky chants. She says, the man has come around to NBEX-T. And she says, the man is still the NBEX-T champion. Big NBEX-T chance. It's not easy to say. NBEX-T. NBEX-T. She says, but after a brutal Extreme Rules match, the man is not medically cleared to compete tonight. But I made sure Tiffany Stratton wasn't either. And we beat the ever-loving piss out of each other at No Mercy. And every time I step into the ring, I want to give it my very best. And I want my opponent to do that too. And Tiffany did just that. So I told you that I wanted to elevate this title. I told you I wanted to bring it to new heights. It's never reached before. And I'm looking to find a contender for the next big event, night one of Halloween Havoc. And that's if I get over my roadblock of Tegan Knox and... Obviously, we didn't get the Tegan match on Raw this week. Yeah, because she's injured. Yeah. yeah. Tegan's unlucky a lot of the time. Damn. She? Yeah. This when Lyra Valkyria's music hits, she comes out and says, June 26th, 
2014 was when you made your NXT debut, and that happened to be the very first episode of NXT I saw. And as a young Irish girl, seeing you in the ring, I started training that very week. You, your debut kickstarted my career, and the whole world knows you as the man, but do you have any idea what you've done for Irish wrestling and for me? She says she went, she attended the biggest wrestling show in Ireland in front of 2,000 people, and during an, an advertisement, your face flashed across and the crowd just roared. And this was really inspiring for me. I was able to push myself that bit harder and go that extra mile because I saw that you did it and you could do the impossible. You were even the first woman to main event WrestleMania. And there's big time Bex chance. And she says, but uh, your career is coming full circle, coming back here. And the other week I stood with you in the main event of NXT, but as good as that felt, I was wondering how it would feel to go face to face with you. And I don't know if you think I'm ready. And the crowd are like, there's one guy pretty much front row going, yeah, she's ready. She's ready. And Becky kind of looks and gives him a little nod. And Becky says, I know you're ready. Uh, Before we move on, what did you think of Lyra here? Yeah, I like the making it kind of personal and bringing back the, I can just imagine Lyra watching Becky doing the Irish jig and being like, wow, I I need to. I got to do this. I just have to do this. No, but. It, it's cool making it personal and, and kind of making it seem a bit more real. And you know what? Becky is a huge star and is inspiring young women. So, yeah, it, I, I did like that. I like Becky as well, kind of saying, not just saying, like, I beat Tiff as well. Like, mm. also Tiff. Putting Tiff yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, Tiff definitely, like, fought me hard and how good that match was. So, yeah, I liked I liked these two. Uh, I, I wanted to see these two wrestle, which hopefully that's the match. Wink, wink. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought Lyra, uh, I liked the the content of it. I still feel she's kind of trying to find a voice. She still doesn't sound completely confident on the mic, but I think a promo like this, where it is very personal, it actually worked quite nicely here. And then we have a bit of a surprise when Indy Hartwell comes out. Indy Hartwell. Big Indy chance. Her theme is It's her name. Yeah. We we said years ago, the best themes are the ones where you can sing their names to it. Yeah. Um, Where's Indy been? She was injured. So, yeah, she won the title, Yeah, got injured, vacated the title, and got drafted to wow. Raw, and she's barely been on TV. Wow. Um, well, she kind of brings that all up. She says, Becky isn't the only woman who came back with a point to prove. Nowhere in your speech did you mention that I became NXT Women's Champion at Stand and Deliver and then got drafted and injured. I'm sure Lyra was like, yeah, you're not Irish. but uh she says look i never lost that title so becky if you want to jump between mondays and tuesdays i will too this is where i grew up i got married right here in this ring (laughs) and now i'm back for something i never lost uh yeah i think stayed her case pretty fairly she never lost the title and never got a chance back at it but you like you went to the main roster and they didn't have anything for you, so yeah. you're just back here. Yeah. So. Um, Roxanne Perez then comes out, and it seems to be that she's getting some booze. Yeah. From this crowd, and she says, "A few weeks ago, you told me to stay out of the tag match and look after myself. Well, I don't want to do that anymore, and I'm here to look you right in the face and say I'm taking it." Uh, kind of also brings up that she sort of dropped the title quite unfairly. It was yeah. sort of pulled from her. It was put in the ladder match, which she lost to Indy. Uh, Becky says, you will make excellent points. 
And but I think you should do a little less talking and a little more fighting. And I'm going to join commentary later and watch you three have a classic triple threat match to see who faces me on night one of Halloween Havoc. Damn. So, yeah, one of these women are going to face Becky next week on this Title Tuesday. Mm. <laughs> They're not calling it that. The other shows. Yeah. <laughs> what what are we it? calling this one? Title Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be a better one. I'm trying to think. Uh, main, main, main roster. We'll Tuesday, Night Raw. Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesday Night Raw. Tuesday Night Raw. There we go. <laughs> Cena, Cody. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we then uh, see a little breakdown of the women's uh, breakout tournament, and we get the brackets here. We're going to have Kalani Jordan taking on uh, Izzy Bane. Um, sorry, Grace. I've, I've, oh, Ariana Grace taking on Jakara Jackson. Uh, Carmen Petrovic taking on Jada Parker. And Danny Palmer taking on Lola Grace. And we'll see a bit more from these ladies a bit later on. We then go to our next match. Uh, this came from uh, No Mercy when Gallus interfered, it, taking out Tyler Bate. Oh. Sorry, taking out Pete Dunne in his match against Noam Dar. Um, so we're getting Tyler Bate and Butch taking on Mark and Wolfgang from Gallus. Yeah, British strong style reunite here in a match. I don't think we ever saw them tag in WWE, did we? What? Yeah, of course. In in NXT, we've seen them face. Uh, t- they, we've seen them face a bunch of people, but then it maybe it was Trent and it was, Tyler. It was Trent and Bate, and Don was kind of on his own. Interesting. But they sort of brought. They were doing this British yeah. strong style stuff in the Indies. They, yeah, they were the three in the Indies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So These two I can't. I might be wrong, but I can't actually remember them hmm. tagging in NXT. Um, and so it starts with just Gallus beating down Don. Dunn comes back and stomps the elbow of Wolfgang and then tags in Bait, and they both do a double stomp to either elbow of Wolfgang. There's then a double drop kick sending Wolfgang to the outside, and then Mark comes in, and what do they do? They snap his fingers. They break both their fingers. Look at that. They're, yeah. they're doing each other's moves. They're best friends. They do a double bop and bang. Uh, we come back from the break, and now Mark is on top. As the official is distracted, Joe Coffey gets involved, elbowing Tyler in the face. And then Bate manages to make the hot tag to Butch, sitting drop kicks all round, uh, drops an elbow across the arm of Mark, hits a shining wizard, and then the 10 beats of the Baron, homage yeah. uh, to Seamus. And then it hits a spear on the floor to Joe Coffey. Uh, Mark comes back in with the Gammon Geary. Butch hits him with the X-Plex. And then Bait tags in, hitting his running, standing, shooting star press, and then does the Wolfgang, sorry, the airplane spin on Wolfgang. And Wolfgang, as he's placed down, just dizzy, falls out of the ring. Which Too many uh, Moscow mules, right? Yeah. Uh, Butch, which has been corrected to bitch on my notes, oh, every time. Uh, hits the wolf, uh, the moonsault on Wolfgang on the outside. Bait goes for the Tyler Driver 97, but gets backdropped into his rebound lariat. And then hits his Tyler Bates huge puncher over to the outside, taking out Wolfgang. And then British Strong Style isolate Mark Coffey, hitting, I guess, like a double Tyler Driver kind yeah. of, both like underhooking one arm and picking kinda him up. Weird. With a power it looks bomb. like they didn't get all of it. <laughs> it it kind of looks like uh, the sort of default tag team moves you'd get given in, in the game. SmackDown, yeah, two K and that kind of. Yeah, thing. it's like lifting a guy like doing it like doing the tyler driver yourself looks like it could hurt but doing it like this doesn't make it look like a move at all yeah so. uh so they pick up the win but after the match joe coffee runs in to beat them up 
and the rest of Dallas are beating down on Bates and Butch when Ridge Holland runs out for the save hey. and hits a big pounce to Wolfgang and oh, takes hey. them all out. And yeah, That's Ridge. So I imagine we're getting this six man tag. This guy was back there watching these guys dick around the whole match. Yeah. And then after the match decides to come out, what a guy. Maybe he lives close. He might live in Florida. He's watching it and then, nah, I'm not no, having no, this. I got to be there. Yeah, we predicted this right away. That Part of me was it. expecting with this show next yeah. week that they might do just Seamus. Holland, Seamus, Butch, and Ridge. Oh, Seamus. But, but I, it looks like they'll do Bait, Butch, and Ridge. But yeah, uh, yeah it could have been fun with Seamus against Just put Gallant. Bait in the brawling brutes. I mean, that's what they're teasing here, really. Just let it? him. They're, he's British. He can be the new dog. Yeah. Cat. Uh, or yoga Is master. he more of a cat? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what, what, yeah. I mean, Seamus is the Irish leader, but just have Seamus leading. I mean, have them turn on Seamus and then be all Brits only. And then, like, no, Seamus doesn't have any friends. Gallus is the Scotsman's. So, like, they're... The they, Celtic connection. Yeah, they're, like... We, who else is Irish? Finn? JD? Yeah. Yeah, Seamus. That busy with judging. Yeah, yeah. Stuff. Seamus needs to find. I mean, Becky and and Lyra, but Seamus needs to find uh, some some new people if he's got going to go up against this whole like UK Isles fight. Well, uh, the reform the Banger Bros. Banger Bros. Yeah. Is that with Drew? With Drew. Yeah, Drew and yeah, Gallus. Yeah. That was one of the best names of the tag ba- team. Banger Bros. Yeah, they need a Banger Bros. reunion at the pay per view of Great Balls of Fire. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I thought this was pretty. F- I enjoyed seeing uh, Bait and Butch kind of hitting each other's moves in tandem. Yeah, fun. yeah, it was cute. It was very Golden Lover esque yeah. of them doing stuff. The brand new NXT champion Ilya Dragunov comes out, and uh, it, I did feel he was really trying to do his entrance as best he could whilst holding the title yes. and wearing a suit. Uh, he kind of got stuck up on the ropes a little bit. Yeah, uh, and uh, yeah, it was it was kind of funny. He shaved. He did shave. He's a champ now, mm. so he shaved the the pirate goatee. Again. I don't know. I'm going to shave again. You're sh- not shaving until now, Halloween. Yeah. Oh boy, Ooh. dedication for the costume. Yeah. Do uh, I have to part go- of it arrived today. Do I have to not shave my head? Uh. Yeah. 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 Exactly. But you can do that in a few days. Yeah, I, I think, think I can wait. Maybe. Still. All right. Um. He says, "Ladies and gentlemen, tonight you can welcome me as the Mad Dragon." You can welcome me as the Tsar. You can welcome me as Anzibaiga. But you can especially welcome me as your new NXT champion. He says, at no mercy, Carmelo Hayes, you brought the fight. And what a fight that was. You pushed me to my limits. So today, as I stand in front of you, barely even able to stand, but I stand. And even in pain, I stand as your champion and I promised I would stand here as champion and fulfill my destiny. And I did when Trick Williams music hits. Whoop, that trick. What? <laughs> yeah, Q Booker T being the best hype man. Uh, just even here, he's trying not to do it. And he's like, nah, fuck it. What? Yeah. I, all right. I hear you. So good. I hope when uh, Trick is in 2K, they just add books. That'd, That'd be great. Be he's not even on commentary. He's just yeah. Imagine Booker T for the video game commentary. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think Booker has got better. I think it was very clear when he started in NXT he hadn't watched any of these people at all ever. You were you and, were away Saturday night, so I'm watching No Mercy. But my girlfriend came over and she was like, you know, doing work stuff on the computer, sitting in the living room, and all night she she doesn't watch wrestling NXT like like with me at ever. So she's like, maybe ten minutes into the pay per view, she's like, I'm sorry, who 
is this guy on commentary? And I'm like, babe, please show respect to the five-time world champ. She's like, who? She's like, this guy sounds insane. And I'm like, you don't even know who this person is, and you're yeah. you're pretty much verifying what I never know think. with with wrestling whether like something's improved or just I've been beaten into submission. I love it so much. Yeah. So Trick comes out and he's like trying to calm down the crowd who are keep on keeping up the that trick. Yeah, I mean, uh, he even says cut the music when the music's done. Yeah, but like yeah. they're still going. This is a trick had so much fucking charisma on him. Yeah. He was shining here with the new title and and his outfit and like this part. Like he felt like a million bucks when he tells them to cut the music and then they keep doing the chants and then finally cut the music again and then he's laughing and he's like, come on, y'all, like come on, please, yeah. hold on, I'm trying to talk and then it's like, show. so good, yeah. Uh, he says, Trick stands here as your new North American champion. He thanks the crowd and he says, Ilya, back at Heat Wave, you push me to a whole new level. And this trick that everyone now loves is because of you. So thank you. And Dragunov says, Look, Trick, I'm proud of you. And at no mercy, you whooped that trick. <laughs> and they shake hands when Carmelo Hayes comes out. Uh oh, awkward. And he's like, Am I tripping or was that Ilya? He's like, what's going on here, Trick? Uh, and he says, Ilya, I appreciate the kind words. You said you were going to fulfill your destiny, and you did that. But Trick, Ilya, man, come on. What's with you? And I've been telling you that you have the ch- heart of a champion and you'll succeed. I've been telling you all these things, and I'm proud of you. And he says, we came up together in front of these people. And winning that championship is one thing, but defending it is a completely different level as we're kind of seeing mm. glimpses of maybe jealousy or something come through. And Trick's like, whoa, whoa, are you saying I'm not ready for Dom tonight? And Mello's like, and Ilya jumps in and he's like, yeah, what did it mean? What did you mean there? And uh, he got, Ilya continues, as far as I'm concerned, this is none of your business because this is a conversation for champions. Ooh. And if you don't think I'm done, find me after you figure this out. And Ilya leaves Trick and Mello like, to it. Yeah, I'm done with this. So, uh, and Mello says to Trick, Trick, look, I know, uh, sorry, Trick says, I know you want that rematch with Dragunov, but I think I'm ready to face him too. And Mello says, well, how about for now, you just focus on Dom. Yeah, he kind of says, I know you think you can do what I did with that title, but right now just focus on Dom. So again, kind of these like, Almost a backhanded compliment yeah. kind of thing. I don't know, kind of kind of thing. But he's getting booed a little bit. Mm. But then Dom comes out. Dom comes out and says to Trick, you should listen to Mello. Winning a championship and keeping it is two different things. And you're coming for me. Uh, Trick said uh, that he watched Raw and he isn't worried about Mami. And uh, uh, no, ask, aren't you worried about Mami? She said she'd leave you if you don't get that title. Yeah, I, so this is what happened on Raw. Yeah. Rhea Ripley got real scary on Dom and said, if you don't come back with that title, like don't bother coming don't back come home at all. Uh, Trick says, uh, all you say is Mami this, Mami that. And then Braden, take it away. <laughs> mama say, Mama say, Makusa. <laughs> exactly. I've never known what he's saying there. Me too. I had to look it up. The phrase... Mama say, mama sa, mama kusa is a Zulu proverb that means a mother knows best. Interesting. I've I've never actually known what the words are. I've just yeah. So thank you, Trick. Uh, and then if if that wasn't if that wasn't enough, then Mello is like, look, Don, you be, you better be starting something <laughs> if you're coming out here. So uh, uh, Michael Jackson uh, again. 
So uh, Mello says that Dom and Judgment Day isn't business you want to be involved with and says, I will be in your corner to kind of uh, help you out tonight against them. And Dom questions why Trick is still in his shadow when he's so much taller than him. Ooh. And Trick's like, Mello, I appreciate it, but I won this title by myself and I will keep it by myself. And tonight I'm a whoop this Trick. Yeah, so Trick is saying, Mello, I don't want you out there. I'm yes. going to do this on my own against Dom. I, I like how they're telling this yeah. Mello, uh, sorry, Mello Trick story. I think it's it's kind of, you understand the jealousy creeping through from Mello. And yeah. I'm glad that, because part of me was like, are you going to do this turn tonight? And I'm glad they're still like playing with it a bit. Yeah, I, I like this story. I mean, it's coming out, People, some people were reporting today that uh, Ali was meant to win the mm. title and then he got released and then now it turned into this storyline and this storyline kind of makes a bit more sense. It's a bit mm. more uh, exciting, especially for us who've been following Trick Mellow Gang because mm. it's like, oh, okay, hold on. And I mean, Trick has just improved so much. Yeah. Like he's so good. He oozes the the confidence and the riz there. He's just so natural on screen character that man, his wrestling has improved, but like already his his talking is something that's like miles and leagues ahead of people who are already... like it's, He's awesome. unique as well. Yeah, like his promo unique. style. Yeah, here he is singing and doing quotes. And stuff. Like, yeah, it's, I love it. What I like though with this story is Ilya, like it's not a new thing where he's been like trick kind of know where you're at. Yeah. He's always been like, you're good, but you really want to face this guy? Right. And Mello always, sorry, Trick always respected him for his honesty there. And now you could see it as Trick being like, yeah, you've won this title, but don't get ahead of yourself because yeah. it could come crashing down, which we see what happens yes. later. So you can see it as that, and you can see it as a bit of a, a jealousy thing as well. Yeah, so I like it. I'm liking it a lot. We go to our triple threat match to determine who faces Becky Lynch at Halloween Havoc Night 1. It's Indy Hartwell, Lyra Valkyria, and Roxanne Perez. We start with Lyra and Roxanne double-teaming Indy, and drop kick her, sending her out of the ring, I guess, because she's the main roster star, the biggest threat here. Yes. Uh, so now Rox and Lyra are going at it. Roxanne keeps going for these sort of European clutch kind of bridging pin attempts, uh, but only two counts. Uh, Indy comes in and hits a really nice looking, beautiful, like delayed vertical suplex. Uh, Look pretty good to Roxanne. Um, and then Rox hits this big tilt-a-whirl and then runs the ropes, but eats a roundhouse kick from Lyra. Uh, Lyra's now in there just showing off all her kicks. She's doing drop cut kicks through the ropes either side. Uh, it, Perez then takes her out with a tope suicida, and Hartwell drops her with just a big boot. It's all just going back and forth from all three. Um, after the break, Booker asks Becky if she sensed any animosity from Lyra earlier in the night. And Becky's like, no, I, I didn't sense any animosity. I just felt she seemed kind of starstruck, mm -hmm. showing how like she was inspired by me. Indy goes for a powerbomb to Perez, who counters it with a Rana, and then like this victory roll for only a two count. She hits the Fez press off the second rope, goes for her satellite into the side Russian leg sweep, but Lyra flies off the top rope, knocking both down with a missile drop kick. Uh, Lyra's then hitting the yes kicks, if you will, back and forth. Yeah, Lyra's very impressive. Uh, she reminds me of Daniel Bryan with the yes kicks the kick. and the submission, like the... The way she wrestles is very similar. The only problem is she doesn't have like cool finishing moves, mm. but she definitely like does a lot of his moves. I, I, I think she's definitely inspired by that wrestler as well, but she's pretty good at it. She goes for a roundhouse on Roxy, 
who catches it and throws it into Indy's, Indy's face. Um, there's Enziguri's all round, uh, a nice looking Northern Light suplex from Lyra uh, for, but for a two count. Perez hits this Rana off the top and then Indy flies at her with her uh, like ball hammer, like the flying elbow yeah. we've seen her win matches with. Some bad news. But Roxanne kicks out from this. Lyra's hitting more strikes, but a big boot from Indy sends her out the ring. Roxanne then hits Pop Rocks to Indy and she goes for the pin where Kiana James pulls Roxanne out the ring. What? Becky comes off commentary and decks Kiana to take her out. And then Lyra fat finishes up with her big top rope splash to pick up the win. Yeah, I thought all three had some some good back and forth. Um, Indy, I don't, I don't know. I haven't seen her in a while. I think maybe she felt a little bit out of place. Mm. But I know when she gets going, she can get good. But she's she's had a lot of stop starts in NXT. And I think the, the most impressed I was by was Lyra. Lyra. So that's definitely the right winner here. And setting up the story earlier makes a lot of sense. You just kind of feel bad for both Roxy and Indy being brought into the story. I mean, now Roxy's got something to do. Don't really know what you do with Indy, but Lyra versus Becky next week sounds really good. And like I said, I'm really impressed by Valkyria's wrestling. And I'll just say it, get one cool looking move, a submission, literally just do what Danielson does and get mm. get a submission and you'll, you'll look way cooler. Has she done the Muda lock at some point? I don't I know. Think. Just the, the splash, like she does everything that looks so good. And then their splash is just like, there. Yeah, when Dominic Mysterio's splash looks better like, than you, that's saying move, something. You know, yeah, like, yeah, so. yeah. I I agree. She is one though. When when we were doing doing our predictions, I was like, I kind of want to see Becky retain because there's a lot of people I want to see her ma- have matches with, and Lyra is one of them. She's really impressed. It will be good. I thought she really shone in this match. Um, you can always do the uh, the indie match on Raw. You know, like. Uh, Becky's doing her open challenge thing. Right, She's right. got Tegan Knox next week, uh, which would be what the ninth, and I think this is on the twenty fourth. So you have got time to maybe do an indie match before then or after them. But, right. Uh, yeah, I I enjoyed this, but I'm with you that Lyra definitely was the standout of this one. Well, then Tegan came out. Tegan then comes out and she's just basically yelling. She's saying, "I was, I'm still before you." So you might be facing me and all three are yelling at wow. each other. Yeah, I was a little confused. I it's like, oh, so Tegan is getting her match on Raw. But then Becky was injured so that she didn't get the match on Raw. But she has a match next week on NXT, then also on Raw. Sorry, no, Tegan's facing Becky, Becky on Raw next week. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, right. This this match against Lyra isn't until Halloween Havoc. Oh, my so bad. Like my the 24. Oh, so this is not next week. Okay, no, so Halloween mistake. Havoc's on the 24th and the 30th. Night one of Halloween. Night one, and then night two is actually on Halloween. Ooh, yeah. spooky. Um, backstage, Bron Breaker approaches Carmelo Hayes, Ooh. and uh, Bron tells him to cut the crap. He says, I'm the only one around here who knows how you feel right now, because when you lost, they immediately stopped chanting for you and was chanting for Ilya. There was no more mellow chance, no more him. And I know that's bothering you, but do what I did. Take that frustration and rage and take it out on everyone, especially Trick Williams. <laughs> and Mellow says, leave Trick out of this. And Bron's like, yeah, well, where was he on Sunday? Was he waiting for you and Gorilla to give you a hug after you lost your match? No, you had to find him. Think about it. Bron basically is like, hey, they turned on me. I was... I was cool. And then they just hated me. And look, they've done it to you. They've moved on. 
Join us. Be evil. I thought Bron was great here. Yeah. He's playing this character so well. Yeah, this and is just, a way better character for him. But also, like, like he's kind of justified what he's saying. I, I like that he's saying what I've been saying. Mello is way better yeah. as a heel. Mello has been kind of, he was kind of soft when he became a babyface. He became the babyface as a champion. And it was amazing. But I think it was the right time for this to ch- title change because he's way better and captivating yeah. as a bad guy. But yeah, I, I like I like this little back and forth, and it's going to kind of set up something for next week, which is pretty big. Mm. So we then see uh, Dragonoff is being handed the the NXT title. They've just changed the nameplate, so nice. he's like, "Oh, thank you, nameplate guy." Yeah, and. He'll, he'll be busy again later tonight, won't he? Yeah. Uh, when Baron Corbin approaches uh, and says, apart from Carmelo Hayes, I'm the only one who's beaten you here. Um, and I put down Big Bron at no mercy. No one stands in my way and tells Ilya to take as many photos as he can with his new title because he won't be holding it much longer. So soon we're getting Ilya's first offense against Baron Corbin in a few weeks. Which I easily predicted after he beat Braun. I was like, okay, that's easily where they're going to go. Yeah, with, makes with sense. That. But I imagine that's Halloween Havoc as well. Night two, maybe? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. We go to our next match. Blair Davenport versus Gigi Dolan. This has been building up quite a few weeks now. Grudge match. Months. Each just attacking each other. Years. Backstage, even on the kickoff show. Uh, during Kalani Jordan's match, it oh, broke yeah. down as well. That's right. Um, and well, it continues because as Blair's making her entrance, Gigi jumps her and just unloads all these drop kicks on Blair. Uh, these drop kicks in the ropes, kind of like the one who is it, Saray used to do. Yeah, yeah. Not, not quite. No, same sort yeah, of. Yeah, I remember. Whatever happened to her? She left. Yeah, did, yeah. But like, yeah. What's she doing now? I don't know. She's still doing like uh, Sailor Moon, probably stuff. Nice. Yeah, she's stuck in the stars in their eyes doors somewhere. Uh, oh, I finally saw that show. And understood you what understood it meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All these years, all these months later, I was like, "Oh, that's <laughs> what he meant." When they walk through the tunnel, where did you saw... see it? Uh, at work, actually. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Some British. I was gonna say it wasn't when you were back no, in England, no, was it? No. Uh, Philip Schofield <laughs> around. No, it was who presented that? Matthew Kelly. That's it. Yeah. Uh, Blair comes back with this kick to the spine. Uh, Gigi's delivering some elbows and then a knee to the jaw and then hits the what's the kind of fake out kick like the switch kick thing yeah I think of uh the Power Rangers yeah actually a pretty good hit from Gigi uh then Gigi Blair goes to use a chair but Gigi grabs it off her and rolls her up for the win yeah not too much Uh, you know what like I don't Gigi hasn't really impressed with me in Mm. NXT and I'm not really invested in this storyline they're trying to heat both of them up, but I really don't care about both of these characters right now. And I know they try their best with making it so they keep attacking each other, but it's just still not very interesting. So uh, this wasn't too much of a match for me, but I don't no, know I, where you go next with this. I agree. I, I With the just roll-up finish, I feel like we're going to get a rematch. Yeah, and probably With the chair. Probably a, chair. a no DQ yeah. step. Um, but yeah, I, I haven't been into this feud. I feel... I feel they're just trying to keep Blair busy until there's the right baby face to be champion for her to face because they kept her very away from that picture so far. And it didn't make any sense with Tiffany as champ. And I don't really think it makes much sense with Becky as champ. But I feel that's what they'll eventually do with her, put her in that picture. So they're just trying to find people to keep her busy with. And Gigi 
I'm with you, just hasn't really connected with me. I don't think her, I don't think I've seen a great deal of improvement with her wrestling. Yeah. And I kind of say that JC is the one that's, that's kind of stepped out up a bit more uh, in those regards. But yeah, this, this was the low point on the show for me. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Blair tells us that this isn't over, Gigi, at the end. This post-wrestling podcast is brought to you by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Financial literacy can be daunting, but it's one of the most valuable things you can equip yourself with. On NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast, their trusted financial journalists offer easily digestible, conversational discussions on topics like balancing your portfolio. If you think an ETF is one of Cena's five moves of doom, this show might be for you. Planning for your tax bills this April, so you don't have to worry about a visit from Erwin R. Scheister. And putting away more money for retirement. Because unlike most wrestlers at the end of their careers, most of us should only plan on retiring once. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Uh, Kiana James is backstage. Uh, Mackenzie Mitchell trying to get an interview as to why she interfered. Uh, but Kiana's on the phone. She gets off the phone and is asked, why did you attack Roxanne? She said, well, she's been the golden girl since coming in, but she came in at the same time as me, and I don't want to see her hold another title. She was in that tournament, but I was in it too. She was a tag champ, and so was I, and I want to raise higher than her. And she says she has a plan, and that the only way that Roxanne can face her one-on-one is if she beats Asuka next week. What? bit left field yeah yeah but she's, just, cool. she's just on the phone with asuka yeah <laughs> hey what are you doing next tuesday can you fight roxanne perez yeah sure <laughs> so that's what's happening now roxanne- that would be a great match oh though. yeah it sounds awesome uh asuka versus roxanne perez let's go next week on nxt i'm all in for that i love asuka for the for the right to face kiana james yeah winner gets to face <laughs> kiana james who's yeah that, yeah, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> no, it's just Oscar's on the show. Thanks. I like how uh, this this week, all of a sudden, uh, NXT superstars have phone numbers of uh, main roster stars. Was there a leak? Did people get their numbers? Because it's not the edge on the way out. <laughs> yeah, hey, there's everyone. Picked a couple of people we liked. Yeah. Like, I like that Kiana and that Carmelo. Because like, why all of a sudden can NXT? It's like it's like uh, you had like. NXT always felt like it was this like island, right? And no, the the main roster people can come over and, and vice versa, but they're still treated like like kids, right? I mean, you have heard uh, you've heard stories of you know like Stone Cold or whoever is watching TV, and he's yeah. like, "What's Kevin Owens' number? I need to need I need to, to tell him something." Yeah. You do hear that these veterans like watching and wanting to give they advice, should, yeah. just like Tiana and like I, I kind of get John Cena calling up Carmelo Hayes and being like, "Hey, you're it's good. the right champ. You're still yeah. good. Never give up." Oscar and Kiana, Askiana. I mean, Kiana's known for the money, so maybe Oscar's just being paid. Yeah, she ain't doing much else right now, is she? Exactly. Yeah. Um, we move forward with the women's breakout tournament. They introduce all the competitors who have stood on the stage. Yeah, uh, we have some familiar faces like Danny Palmer, who is, I want to say, one of the surfer chicks. Soruka's friend, yeah, so attacked by Blair. Uh, Lola Vice, we've seen a bunch of her. We'll see her later. She's the MMA uh, like background. Yeah, she's, she's, she's pretty good, actually. Uh, Jada Parker, I'm not too familiar with with her same with carmen petrovic who they say is from our hometown of yeah. toronto ontario canada but she also has a sword 
So now she's I'm got def- a sword. So now I definitely remember her because she's from Toronto and she's got a sword. So we're we're here oh, for the sword a, lady. She's got a sword on her uh, Twitter. Sorry, her Instagram as well. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Jakara Jackson. Bosnian. Well, she's from here though, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, Jakara well, Jackson. Born in Bosnia. Yeah. The met from the metaphor. I feel they might have just messed up. What do you mean? Well, Ariana Grace is from Toronto. Yeah. I I feel like is this woman actually. F- from toronto yeah i think so they didn't just screw up her introduction i hope not because it's saying she's from bosnia okay maybe maybe she moved and i would feel like it would be cooler to bill petrovic as from bosnia than no she's the new chick from the city toronto (laughs) that 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 gimmick's open now so ariana grace she's doing uh her, her miss universe canada yeah uh gimmick aka her father's gimmick Oh, true. Santina? <laughs> Santina Morella. Aunt, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Uh, and then Kalani Jordan, who we've seen a bunch, uh, she learned all she could learn from Dana Brooke before Dana left us. And then Izzy Dame, who I'm not too familiar with, but they mentioned was like a volleyball player yeah. or something. So a whole group of women in this tournament. And again, some that we recognize and some new faces. And I'm I'm all for it. I I would say as much as I think this is pretty cool, and I'm sure there'll be a, a men's bracket in the near future. Where's the May Young Classics? Where's that? Bring that back. I I think this is essentially it. It's what it becomes. Um, oh yeah, she does have the Canadian flag on her Twitter. Um, yeah, I, I I think this is essentially what it is. I I do think it was a shame we didn't get like the insert video promo from like a uh, Izzy Dame who we're not familiar with just right. to. You know, like you used to get for the uh, the Mae Young Classics and stuff. Just a little bio dating yeah. profile kind of thing yeah, of yeah. who everyone is. I, I'd have liked to have seen that. And maybe we can get that for some of the, the lesser known people this year. Yeah, because I had no idea who some of these people are, including Izzy Dame, who's going in a match right now. And right away, I, I, her she was bigger than a lot of the others, mm. like taller and was kind of beating up Kalani. That right away, I'm like, hey, this person's got some like potential. And, and that's kind of the whole point of this yeah. tournament. So, so uh Izzy gets Kalani into a wrist lock, which she flips out of. Jordan tries to do a sunset flip, but Dame is just too strong. And then uh, there's this big knee to the face from Dame and just starts slamming Jordan's head against the mat. Uh, She's driving her shoulders in the corner, hits a backbreaker. And then like Kalani's throat is like across the rope and she like jumps on the rope to bounce it up. Uh, We then see the uh, Heritage Cup waiting room to watch oh, yeah. matches has now been cleared of those lads yeah. and it's the the other competitors watching on it's the breakout tournament it's like room. a doctor's office waiting room isn't it yeah the viewing room yeah dimly lit mm. one little tv one little tube tv like an old wheelie one <laughs> yeah when it, you thought it was <laughs> uh, when your teacher was away yeah. that's what this is it looks like just a dark class watching this uh, Dane is then applying the like what is it the Canadian backbreaker the torch yeah yeah thing. this was very impressive again she's like bigger and stronger than than most of these competitors and she's bending her almost like a gory special but a Canadian backbreaker and I, I thought it was pretty good Jordan then fights out with a sunset flip and this time gets her down for a two count and then Jordan swings herself through the ropes into an arm drag hits some drop kicks a high cross for the two count and then hits this lovely-looking split-legged moonsault for the win. Yeah, very uh, RVD-inspired, I'd say, which was also pretty cool. So, yeah, actually, I didn't mind this. It was a quick little match. It showcased – it showed me Izzy Dame, and now I know who she is. 
And Kalani, I think, is the, the they're they're saying on commentary like, oh, I think she's the one who should win, and I kind of agree with that. That should be the story being told about about this. She doesn't have Dana in her corner, mm. but I think she can still do it. So uh, yeah, I didn't mind. I would think it's, uh, and I'll have a look at the brackets, but I would think it's Kalani and Lola Vice in the yeah in the final. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, well, oh it, no, it, that it can't. Get, yes, it, it can, can get. It can. Yeah, yeah, in the final. Yeah, because yeah. Ariana Grace will face Jakara Jackson. Petrovic versus Parker, Palmer versus Vice. So it probably will be Kalani and Vice. I would think so, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I think this did the right thing. We've seen Jordan quite a few times, so it wasn't necessarily the time to showcase her. You saw enough out of Izzy Dane to see potential, uh, but obviously the more established person getting the win. Yeah. Um, we go backstage where uh, we see Andre Chase and Duke Hudson, and they approach Thea Hale, and ask if they can come and support her for her tag match later. We did just see some tweets uh, going back and forth between Thea JC, Lola Vice, and Electra Lopez throughout the week um, as they were kind of making fun of her last week of being a little girl. And Thea's not sure if she wants them in the corner, and JC says, kind of calls them chaperones, but then changes her mind. She's like, actually, no, it's a great idea. You should come along and offer support, and then puts her hand in for chase you wow so why does she want them out there so chase and duke are going to be in the corner of thea and the chaperones Mm. have you ever seen that movie the chaperone triple h triple h i never have oh man is it worth doing (laughs) it's bad it's probably the worst wwe one right and i love i love me some triple h but like nah bro yeah Yeah, it's got to be one of the worst ones okay i'll check it out Oh wait, no wait. The the one with Shawn Michaels, the the Christian. Oh, the one you reviewed, the country music one. Maybe maybe that one. And he's in it for like a minute. What about the one with Randy Orton? I'll go to the papers if I have to. (laughs) That one might be the worst. Uh, Yeah. So so Chase, you. Sorry, JC is now like bringing them along. I'm not sure what the the mo is, but she's she's trying. She's pretending to be a. She's a mean girl. Baby face here. It is October third. Which mm. is Mean Girls Day. Oh, okay. Today is Mean Girls it Day. It is, yeah. yeah. So we go to Thea and JC taking on Electra and Lola. Uh, Lopez and Vice are just teaming up on Thea to start with. There's a big axe kick from Vice to the back for a two count. Uh, Vice stops Thea from making the tag and then takes a cheap shot at JC. Uh, Thea eventually makes the tag to Jane, who comes in hitting her enziguris, a running hip attack, the running neck breaker. And then Lola connects with this spinning back fist and makes the tag to Electra, who comes in but gets hit by the rolling elbow from JC Jane, who then tags in Thea Hale, and Thea leaps at Electra with the Kimura lock, and Lopez taps. Yeah, I love this jumping Kimura lock. And it was yeah. kind of like JC tagged her, and it was like, finish it. Yeah. And she just leaps Do in it. with this the thing. The secret move that you learned from Charlie Dempsey. Mm. Yeah, I-, I like this. It makes this silly character story arc of Chase U and Thea funny it's like a whole like high school thing yeah. like the kids go deterring against the father and wants to break out and smoke cigarettes with their friends and go shopping and date boys that's what this is gonna be essentially like the, the daughter breaking away and he's like no i shouldn't have thrown in that towel i shouldn't mm. have been too hard on you and now look at you you're gone uh electra lopez didn't do too much in this match but yeah Lola looks good so little i'm wondering if she's not completely like like fit right now I don't know. as in like an injury or whatever because okay. she literally did 
nothing. She was on the apron, tagged in, and then took the finish, which yeah. was kind of weird. But again, really Lola, showcasing Lola. Yeah, she looks great. She's got some crazy MMA that's that's mixing well with pro wrestling. So more, can't wait. I, I could see her being a big star. So uh, you brought up to me during this time that Carmelo Hayes tweeted out that he received a Real nice phone call. Yeah, he tweeted, damn, why did I pick up my phone? <laughs> no, wait, that was not him. <laughs> so we see Carmelo Hayes leaving, and he's asked if he's going to take bronze advice. And he says, uh, hell no, I ain't taking bronze advice. In actual fact, I asked for a match against Braun. And then you know what happened? Uh, against Braun, sorry. Then you know what happened? What happened? John Cena called me <laughs> and said, look, Melo, you pick yourself back up. I'm a 16-time world champion. That means I've lost the title 16, 16 times. times. And you know what that means? It means I've picked myself up 16 times. So you know what I thought? I was like, yeah, John Cena is going to be in my corner next week. So the GOAT, the greatest of all time, is coming to NXT. Yes, we started laughing at this like, oh, because before they came back, I was like, you know, announcing Asuka, you'd think they'd announce like, Roman Reigns or Cody Rhodes or something. And you laughed and we're like, yeah, that's probably what they'll do. Then then I go, yo, Cena, you'll just be in Carmelo's corner and he's going to face Braun, the two biggest guys here against each other. And Cena's in this corner. Oh, okay. Is Cena eating a spear? Best spear ever. I mean, if this leads to Braun v. Cena at a big show, that's a good idea. Have Braun eat John Cena. What a great way to kick off his career on the main roster. Yeah. That would be a good storyline. And then he's he's also wearing the shirt tonight, best beer in the business still. But yeah. Cena's definitely got to eat one of those. Yeah. He's not the ref, though. He's just in his corner. Yeah, he's corner. Man. Yeah. So he's going to come out. He's going to run down that small aisle of <laughs> NXT. True. <Wow>. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to. I, I'm sure he's shown up on NXT and remember. one of our was next. Has he not? Yeah. A few people have, but. I'm trying to remember. No, yeah. Jericho did. Punk did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah. after the break, we're like, we're already laughing. Like, we're laughing. Oh, slapping our knee. oh boy. And then, and next week on NXT, Cody Rhodes will be here <laughs> with a huge announcement. I imagine maybe announcing Dusty Cup. Okay. Yeah. That's what I, I think makes the most sense of what, what an announcement would be from Cody. Why that's would... a lot of tournaments right now. Yeah. I mean, announce it could it. be in a few months, you know, True. and he's just coming out, just happens to be next Tuesday. Uh, his announcement is that he's here on NXT. He's here to have a match. With he's traded to there. Yeah. Imagine he's like, yeah, finish the story. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not ready yet. Yeah. Clearly I lost. I need to come back. So Cody and John Cena, both on NXT <laughs> next week. Wow. They literally went, you know, the phrase, bring out the big guns. Yeah. That's literally what they did. They were like, let's get two of the biggest merch movers, rating movers, everything. Let's go. And on top of that, Oscar. <laughs> hey, that's just great. And Paul Heyman. Oh, wait, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. So don't read ahead. We go to our main event of the evening. Trick Williams taking on Dominic Mysterio for the NXT North American Championship. Um, I feel like in a different life, you, you could be Dominic Mysterio. Uh, thank you. I'll take that as a compliment. You know, I, I feel people look at photos of you as a kid and, and laugh. Yeah. And then, like, you kind of grew up a bit and you like goth chicks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, maybe I am like Dominic. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I never had a mullet though. I wish in another life, I, another I mean, universe, I have. You're going to be growing your hair out, so <laughs> maybe just keep it going. <laughs> All right, yeah. Start start on next year's costume for Dom today. Yeah, well, I already got the mask. <laughs> True. <laughs> got to get the NA title. 
Yeah. Yeah, well. Okay, well, there you have it. I'm not dumb this year. 2024. Oh, we're doing Judgment Day? Um, does that mean I'm Rhea? You, you look like Finn. I'll be Finn? You're definitely not Rhea. <laughs> <laughs> we're not doing that. We're not doing that. I mean, uh, Trav would be Priest, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. True. Um, what do you think of Finn's new tattoo? Did you see it? Uh, oh, I thought his kid scribbled on his arm for a second. Yeah. No, no. I, you know what? I, I, I think it's cool. I, I, I know that He's got a bunch of tattoos from like what his is either his friends or family or something right. along the lines of that do art and stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, it's cool. I I think he'd look a bit more badass if he was even more covered. So mm. keep him going, Finn. Right. It's also his body is jacked. He could like he probably yeah. doesn't even feel tattoo guns, but but yeah, it's like spirally, like a noodle, a Scooby Doo noodle, something like that. Yeah. yeah, it's like three different faces. I think for like right. sketches. You should just get a giant demon on his back. That's- Wondering what you're going to say there. Um, <laughs> all right. So uh, all of Judgment Day uh, there. Uh, Rhea's at ringside and we see Priest and Bala coming down as well to distract Fl- a Trick, uh, which allows Dom to hit a flying back elbow. Dom is in complete control. He hits Eddie's Senton Atomico and then goes for the three amigos. But on the third one, Trick blocks it and comes back with a neck breaker. Dom then meets him with a super kick. There's this spinning slam from Trick, and then does his like wrist control, yes, drag up into the bookend, which Booker is just calling it that. So <laughs> I think that's what we're calling it. But Dom kicks out, and then Rhea throws in the championship and uh, allowing uh, Dom to hit a DDT on the title as the ref is distracted. And uh, it's one, it's two, but Trick kicks out. Ooh, Good near four here. Yeah. There's then an inside tr- cradle from Trick for a two count. And then Dom slingshots Trick into the ropes to follow up with the 6-1-9. You could see Trick kind of pulling up his hand quite early here yeah. for it. Uh, just definitely where the camera angle was, wasn't the best. I'd be scared to hit, the, get yeah. hit with that move. Uh, Dom goes for the frog splash, but Trick gets the knees up and then hits his running, leaping knee. And this is when JD McDonough runs out. So Trick takes him out. And then Priest gets up and gives the briefcase to Dom. So Dom's going to use that as the ref is distracted and is taking that away. Bala blasts Trick with the title, allowing Dom to follow up with the frog splash for the win. It took a whole army to get the job done, but the job got done. Dominic Mysterio is a two-time North American champion. And Trick is just left sitting there being like, damn, why did I tell my friend not to have my back when there was a whole lot of people uh, out there who had Dom's back? And Trick is a one-day champion. This mm. title had some curses like this back in the day before people knew, but it's it seems like it's back. I, I like it. I like the storytelling here. I think um, you playing with the fact that Melo could be jealous and he's sort of uh, maybe not thinking for, of his best of his friend's best interests to now you look at it the other way round, where it's like trick. Come on. You should have listened. You should have let him help you. Um, I, I like the story they're telling and it continues this judgment day NXT involvement, which has been really good for NXT. Yeah. Um, I do think on uh, both the pay-per-view and tonight, it is the match isn't great between these two. I think, um, they get by on Trick just being incredibly popular with great charisma. And Dom gets by by just being absolutely hated. 
But I think they both had better matches against better people. I think when we've seen Dom in there with Dragon Lee, he's really stepped up and Trick in there with Ilya. But I think because they're on a similar level, like really here, Dominic Mysterio is the veteran, which you can't really say about a lot of matches. (laughs) It doesn't make for the most exciting match in the world. No, Dom still needs NXT. Yeah, but they craft it well with all the Judgment Day stuff where it's still like a entertaining enough story. So Dominic doesn't need to go knocking back on Ray Ray's door with his tail between his legs. Yeah, being not, like, not sorry, quite, yeah. mommy kicked me out. He can go back to Raw and be happy again. The Judgment Day reign should continue. Mm. I think one of them should be champion. There's a last man standing match at Fastlane. I imagine maybe we do get a cash in with the Priest. Priest. Pat, yeah, Judgment Day with all the gold, mm. all the power. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know what? I agree. This match wasn't nothing too much. It's all about the story and the crowd were getting super into Dominic winning and the booing it and getting involved with the Judgment Day. And yeah, it makes for exciting things because now Trick kind of like, ah, oh, man, I did that to myself. He didn't let his own friend have his back. And maybe yeah. he would have kept the title if that was the case. Like if if you if you ask me, I'd always be. Mello like, didn't even stay to watch backstage. He left. Did he? He, he left. left. He's on to bigger things. He John did. Cena's on his phone his now. His best friend, John. Yeah, it's it's John Mello gang now. Yeah. <laughs> it's Trick Ilya gang and John Mello gang. <laughs> so I mean, Cena raps as well. So he like Mello does his kind of yeah. He has rapped before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah true. So, uh, and then we cut to Paul Heyman, who says, what? "Ladies and gentlemen, let's get this straight. Next week, Bron Breaker takes on Carmelo Hayes, a rematch from Stan and Deliver. The what was it? The youngest main event in WrestleMania weekend history. WrestleMania weekend, yeah, history." Uh, and he says, this is the same Carmelo Hayes taking advice from John Cena. The same John Cena who has been getting involved with bloodline business. So Roman has spoken to me. Never and he's coming next. <laughs> yep. Roman Reigns is here on NXT. Roman next Reigns, week. John Cena, Cody. Yeah. Uh, but alas. No, uh, that's not what he said. He, he says, did say, Roman Reigns, who will not be here, who's advised me. Roman Reigns. <laughs> Has bestowed upon me the responsibility <laughs> of being in bronze. At corner. this point, it's just them trolling us now. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, like this might be a one week thing, but Bron Breaker is a Paul Heyman guy. I kind of see it. Yeah. And he's got the best spear in the business shirt. That's a shot at Roman. Yep. Interesting. Interesting. Um, do you see any other bloodline involvement? A solo. Sokoa, I have a feeling we're going to see a few more main roster people. I think they're going to announce some matches if there's not been announced already by the time you're listening to this, but I'm sure they'll announce matches and I'm sure they'll announce like, you'll see more main roster like involvement, Mm. like the bloodline guys or judgment day, all that. You'll see all the bells and whistles, but you know, WWE doesn't see AEW as competition. So they're just doing this for fun. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They're just booking. Let's get this straight. NXT was always on Wednesdays. Yeah. And then AEW came on Wednesdays. Yeah. NXT goes to Tuesdays. Yeah. AEW coming to Tuesdays. Yeah. Where's this WWE are pulling all this shit yeah. coming from? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, but yeah, a, a solid hangover edition coming hot off of No Mercy, keeping storyline strong. For as, as far as wrestling goes, I don't know necessarily what my match of the night was. It definitely wasn't the main event with Dom, but. There was some good wrestling throughout the night. I wasn't necessarily turned off by anything. Maybe uh, Davenport and Gigi, but everything else like it flowed. It wasn't. It didn't drag. And I, and I'm I'm looking forward to some matches coming forward. But 
I, I was really happy with No Mercy. So really, I can't complain about NXT. They're on a really good run. Ilya is our champion now. I like the stuff with Trick and Mello. It's very yeah. compelling. And next week, we're getting some main roster uh, throwbacks. So Yeah, like we've got, like next week is going to be a big week. And then we've got the two Halloween Havocs just a couple of weeks after. So this kind of had to be the setup week. And I, I thought yeah. they did a good job. I think they did a good job of establishing Lyra Valkyria as, as a big contender. Uh, the continuation of the mellow and trick story with judgment day and everything. Uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed it, but I couldn't, I wouldn't say I'd recommend a match to go out of yeah. the way to look back on this week. I'd, I'd say next week is worth checking out. I know it'll be a tough one for people to to pick. It's the cope mm. versus the goat Cena versus edge one more time on Tuesday night, just on different shows and see who can do. Cause it's all about the ratings. Yeah. I, I think Braun and mellow is a pretty big match as well. Yeah. Like it's a, match they've only had at the PLEs so TV for the first time. Yeah. So I think they've done, done a good job in loading next week. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well, that's what we had to say about NXT this week. But let's go to some of you to see what you thought. We have a Facebook group. I said join it. Poison Rana on the Facebook. Find the group. Join it. We post feedback threads up on Tuesday nights. I'll read the first one here from Cameron from Bristol who writes in, Women heavy episode and it was great. HBK showing how to showcase a women's division. Some people could learn from that. I thought the triple threat highlighted two of the most polished talents on the roster. Lyra Becky will be great. Don beating trick is going to annoy a lot of people, but I'm fine with it. And I think Don being on NXT longer is good for him whilst keeping the star power on NXT trick will be fine. NXT going big next week. Cody announcing dusty Rhodes cup question mark tag team tag team. One would really sort the division out. Braun versus Mello will bang, and the people will complain about it too much main roster involvement, but Heyman and Cena are in corners, and Asuka will elevate Roxy. Looks like good use of main roster talent to me. Thanks for the content, lads. Much love. Thank you, Cameron. Thank you, Cameron. And some good points there, for sure. I mean, yeah, I mean, you're going to have Cena in the corner, Heyman in the corner. These make, Some people will tune into this for the first yeah. time and be like, oh, who are these guys? So, yeah, definitely. We go to Magan. Oh, I don't, oh, I don't no, think he's Oh, happy. no, I can imagine he's upset. I guess we're right back where we started. Dom is North American champion again, and it took five people to get it back from Trick Williams. Shit is unserious. To you all laughing at me in the stream and the comment section, don't test me. <laughs> and here I was thinking that would be the end. Nope! I feel like an idiot for doing that. Anyways, the women's roster was on full display here with four matches on this show. The triple threat was very strong to set up a big match for Halloween Havoc Part 1 between Becky and Lyra. It was nice to see Tegan stop by to remind viewers that she got first. I thought he was going to say exists. Uh, Lyra cut a good promo at the top that made her relatable and down to earth. Now, with Dynamite being forced to air next Tuesday night on Tony Khan's birthday, no less. HBK and co aren't fucking around by adding Cena and Heyman to Braun versus Mello. Cody making an announcement, probably the return of the Dusty Classic, and Roxanne Perez versus Asuka in a dream match I didn't see coming. Are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) They're putting all their balls on the table. Damn. Thank you, Magan. Thank you, Magan. Very uh, passionate, and I love it. Don't ever stop. We go to, who do we else? We got Fire Frank, BDE champ. He writes in, Mello and his well-known good friend, John Cena. <laughs> it's perfectly normal for him to show up. Cope with it. Sean, probably. Uh, yeah, I mean, to be fair, Mello's debut against Cole was the John Cena uh, ruthless aggression, like bar for bar 
like True. his entr- entrance was based off John Cena's entrance to mm. WWE. So he is a he is a fan of of the C Nation, fan of jerseys as well. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And we go to Ethan, who says, "Not a bad show. Opening tag wasn't too bad. Triple Threat match was good. Can't wait to see Bird Lady versus Lynch in a few weeks." I didn't like the North American title change, but I get why they did it. Can't wait for next week, though. Also, I'm guessing Kalani Jordan versus Lola Vice is the finals of the breakout tournament. Yeah, I'd agree. Uh, then we go to, who was that? That was Ethan. We have a lot here tonight. Okay, last one from Manny from Pacoma, who writes in, first things first, Sean really booked four women's matches on a two-hour show, while Hunter can barely book one on a three-hour show. Give that man the pen. Uh, next Tuesday is going to be an amazing birthday. Mello versus Braun 3 is going to be no bread, no water, just meat. Cody Rhodes, Soraya defending her title on Dynamite. Wait, what's going on? <laughs> is that one sentence? Uh, all that's missing is Tiffany finally making her rightful place as the third member of Pretty Deadly. Uh, eh, I think she's above that. Yeah, yes, boy. I know you just really love uh, Pretty Deadly, uh, <laughs> Manny, but yes, boy, as he writes. He continues. Overall, pretty wild episode of NXT. I'm looking forward to Lyra versus Becky in a few weeks. What if Rock the Dwayne Johnson shows up to rock bottom his daughter for joining a cult? Project Rock, Terra Mana, Zoa, Seven Bucks Productions, Under Armour. Yeah. Thank you, Manny. Thanks, man. I think Manny was having some Terramana last <laughs> night. Or I'm ama- like, I didn't realize you guys had as much Terramana. Oh, we went, Dream yeah, Wrestle Dream was amazing. I we really didn't through. drink much. Oh, yeah. That, but yeah. We, we did some. My new favorite drink is, is tequila, grapefruit, a little bit of soda. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you, Manny. And uh, Terramana is delicious. Uh, Manny wrote that piece of feedback with only seven bucks in his pocket. Good for Manny. Thank you, everyone, for writing in there. And everyone in the YouTube chat, uh, everyone's going off at Megan because he's upset about Dom. But I hope uh, I hope everything's peaceful. Come on, people. Yeah. Be nice. Be nice to each other. That was NXT. That was up next. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to us and appreciate you listening to us wherever you may be. We do Poiserana, like we mentioned. We do a show every Sunday talking about everything in wrestling. So this Sunday, 3 p.m. Eastern time, live on YouTube audio up later on that feed and hey you like podcasts on that very free feed last week it's also on our youtube we did a best match ever looking at the best of bray wyatt where we looked through his whole career this was such an awesome show and definitely gotta pat ourselves on the back for honoring Wyndham rotunda and the fiend and bray wyatt and looking through the the whole career of him and uh kind of remembering him and it was it was a lot of fun to do so as well i really enjoyed this one and i think there were a few matches that kind of surprised us a bit. Um, yeah. I think being stuck in the moment of uh, wrestling and everything and taking a step back and watching a few years later, you start to appreciate things in a different way. So I really enjoyed that show and had a great time watching a bunch of those matches. Yeah, so please hit that subscribe, Poison Rana in your podcast app or on YouTube and check out all the other stuff like our Patreon as well. Skate from New York, our No Mercy review, was next so many different things and it's only five bucks and that new spotify link feature is awesome you can scroll through and see all the shows that we've done and read the descriptions of everything we've done and realize that we podcast a lot so Mm. go check those out if you need more podcasts at your uh, leisure and follow us at poison rana pod on twitter and instagram appreciate everyone in the chat appreciate you guys we'll be back next tuesday i guess somehow some way yeah, for this big edition of NXT, the big guns 
indeed. So we will see you there. I myself, Brayden Harrington, Twitter, Instagram, at the Bray D. And I am at Davey Portman. That's it. That's all. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And mama say, mama say, mama kusa. Ahoy! Ahoy!